Welcome to the Merchant Princelings podcast. To episode 62 of the Merchant Princelings podcast. 60 seconds. again, 60 seconds. I almost did the intro there as well. Yeah, yeah, like a like a yeah. little whippy. Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome um, to the Merchant Princings podcast. Time was well, you'd be waiting there like a coiled spring, ready to do that, like of a name. <laughs> now it's just, it's just a secondary concern because you're too busy basing Raven Guard or some shit. Not even Raven Guard. They're done. They're finished. I'm on something else. Yeah. Oh. Well, whatever this, we'll find out in a minute project. what this new shit is. Exactly. Whole anyway. new project. So, um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Because it's yes, been Merry Christmas. Since we last recorded. Happy New Year. And all that Happy good Monday year. to We are now officially, yeah. officially into 2024. And Welcome. we are going to talk to you tonight a little bit about some events we went to last year. Um, because memories have faded, they won't be super detailed in terms of the games that were played, but we'll still give our best to give the event the respect and the critique that it deserves, um, especially yeah. as it is the Warhammer World event, right? Do, 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 do. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and before we start that, we'll have a little roundup of what we've been up to, what's been out, what's been leaked. We'll have a little talk about uh, the fantasy announcement. And then we'll just skip right into um, our talk about the Warhammer World team event, which I didn't go to. So luckily, because I'm recording in the in the bedroom under extraneous circumstances, you won't have to hear terrible audio quality all the way through because it will just be Will and Giles telling you about uh, war crimes yeah. committed or suffered. Absolutely. Just nattering sound and chattering. Yeah. Sounds fucking delicious. Yeah. Perfect. So just to get some admin out of the way, we have had the new year and we have had since the new year a couple of releases or maybe not releases, but teases, teases of releases. So we have had Christmas Day or Boxing Day, Christmas Day or Boxing Day, one of the two. We had, no, actually wasn't it, it was the 28th, wasn't it? Because we were at our little games thing in Eastbourne. We had a picture of what looks to be a herald character, whether he's from the command squad or his own, like just a herald character, generic yeah. herald marine character, with know. flag, marine with flag that is not embellished for a legion. It's a transfer on it, right? Yeah, in Mark Three, so can be anything you want. In Mark Three, so could be part of the command squad, but we all thought command squad was Mark Six, so a Mark Three herald probably wouldn't fit. So maybe this is just a loyalist herald model. Um, but alongside that, more excitingly, but sort of like the worst kept secret in the world, was Plastic Solar Auxilia. How do we all feel about Plastic Solar Auxilia? Nice to have it. Knew it was coming. Nice to have it confirmed. Look forward to seeing uh, pictures and stuff. The Sentinels were cool. In specific mm. Sentinels. Yeah, the like Sentinels that. are wildly different, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so, and yeah, the, the, um, excited to see what, what comes forth. It looks like there's like a, a a new Vox or banner type guy in that set, so that looks great. I don't know whether he's part of a a command squad because obviously the the four draw command squad is is really bespoke and really baroque. 
or Baroque, however you pronounce it. And um, snaps really athletic, easily. Whereas th- this, yeah, yeah, old proper. Yeah, and warps. My one did. All of them. Um, so that's nice to see that we've got Solar Op coming. Hopefully that'll be sometime early on in this year. There seems to be quite a lot of buzz about Solar, but the same buzz seems to be that wonderful models that everyone has wanted for years and years and years. The problem is the rules just don't make you want to buy the army. That's mm, unfair. Yes. Yeah, I'm buzzed for them as well. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll definitely pick them up and get them. I'll definitely, you know, Saturnine Rams, all the rest of it. But I can't say I'm super jazzed to play them as I am my Blood Angels. Oh, powerful. Is that fair? It'd make a fun yeah, allied detachment. <clears throat> exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, maybe an allied yeah, detachment. Yeah. yeah. yeah couple of put down some. Exactly. Of put down some fire while the boys in red slice things up. Opa. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So that sounds good. We've also seen the Apothecary set. Which oh, is yeah, I forgot about new, that. New, I believe. Yeah, new armor marks. Yeah, so the Very Apothecary exciting. set. New armor marks, yeah, exactly that. Which um, we, you know, again, we've sort of seen coming because there have been some other characters or something tease that's been in Mark V, comment what it is. Some traitor bullshit. Um,. Was, he, was it the Saboteur? The Alpha Legion Saboteur? Was that in Mark V? Some things have been in Mark V, may, right? May, maybe? I, I, I can't even remember. can't remember. Yeah. It's been so long, boys, since we lost anything. This is why um, we leave this sort of stuff to Heresy Hammer to talk about for six hours. Um, and they can put pictures we don't on remember. the screen. Yeah. They can put pictures on the screen and they can do it within, like, you know, a couple of days of the thing, not six months. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. We have also had the fantasy announcement, as it is now Monday. Oh boy! Yesterday was the announcement that the old world returns properly, and pre-orders will go live next week. So, which you should get we'll from friends of the show, Element Games, for a wonderful twenty percent off. Available on Saturday at 10am. I think you would love also, or certainly we would love it, if you used our kickback link, which is available via our link tree, which can be easily found on the podcast Instagram page, which is the underscore merchant underscore princelings. Thank you. I love, I love that you've done this and you've forgotten that we've recorded an advert. Fuck! It goes in the middle have we recorded that? We have, haven't we? Gee. Uh, yeah, it doesn't man. hurt to remind yeah, yeah, yeah. people twice. <laughs> <laughs> No, so um, that was good by Giles as well. Pre-sale, pre-order. Yeah, he's the, he's fucking on the link stuff. Doesn't doesn't yeah. talk anything else. But as soon as you mention a link, he's straight on it. Um, so the old world will go up next Saturday for pre-order. You can use our affiliate link, as Giles mentioned. I would imagine that some of these things, the more collectible things, are direct only. So it looks like the cards, some of the dice, the sleeves, and shit like that is direct only. Well, I didn't realise they were um, doing all that as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, yeah, so it looks like there's a little 56 deck of cards for the generic magic items and a 56 deck of cards for the generic spells. That comes in one thing. What? And there's, like, sleeves, if you want to buy them to, to, to sleeve the cards. Um, of course, yeah. There's generic dice, Tomb King's dice, and Bretonian dice, and then there's a deck of... Tomb King magic items and cut and spells, and then Bretonian magic items and spells. So you've got them all to hand, like you used to have for fancy, you know, like the, the lore cards and stuff. Yep. Um, 
which is pretty Ooh, good. Oh, those would be nice to have. Yeah, I'd like them. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to get. So when I fail to get them next Saturday, I'll be reaching out to people to try and help me with them because I want most of that. Then <laughs> um, yeah. there's the Arcane well. Journal. Yeah, I'll get, I'm going to get the boys on it, Will, for sure. Um, the Arcane Journal, which is the new word for the codexes or army books. So there's one for Tomb Kings, one for Cretonians. Then there's the big index books. Forces of Fantasy, which is the good guys, and then the Ravenous Hordes, which are the bad guys. Um, mm. The generic rule book, and then the army sets. So the big set of Tomb Kings and the big set of Bretonians. So all oh, of that you... goes up for pre-order next week. Can you buy things separately then? Can I can I buy just the rule book, or is that in the big army yes. book? Yeah, you can book? buy yeah. all separate. If you if you buy the big box sets, you get a rule book. Got you. But if you buy, but you can buy the rule book separately straight away, which is what I'll be doing. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is what a lot of people will be doing because realistically, you need to buy the rule book and then the index, and you've got that's a lot of money. But you've got, but it's no different to when Heresy came out. You know, you need the rule book and you need either the loyalist or the traitor book. Yeah, and then you've got all the rules needed to play the game with either your pre-existing fantasy army or a pre-owned one that you've bought or your new fantasy army that you're buying. Delicious. So. Yes, yeah, so that's 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 going to be awesome. So I think what we'll do is, I mean, we, we might try and get another episode in this week, but next week once that's all out, or maybe even when it's in our hands, we'll wait until it's all in our hands, we'll do um, a little section on on um, on the old world because I'm super hyped for it. Giles is hyped for it. Will is less so, but is very keen to talk about it. Um, I'm waiting for the 20th to officially go balls deep in it. So. Yeah, boy. Are you um? Are you going to the little day? I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, I'm going to Nottingham two weekends on the trot, but I'm doing it. Um. Oh, have you got your ticket little... on the Eventbrite? I was what? No, it's just it, it's just turn up. It's just free, oh, boys. It? Yeah, it's just fucking free. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, I think I think it's just like a store release. Yeah, I think you just turn up to Warhammer yeah. World, right? It's not like war. It's not like the heresy one. No, like, no. Um... So, um, so Harry will be going because he lives in. Shottingham, black black. Um, I'm going up yeah. the week, the week, <laughs> the week before to help him do his fence that blew down over Christmas. Um, yeah, and then That's I'm going to go back up. God, it's just because he's. Uh, anyway, it's nice. He's a, he's dreamy. He, as we know, he's a good fucking sausage. That boy. So yeah, um, yeah, and I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know about fantasy, but seeing that. That's exactly the type of shit I need to get hyped to fuck over. Do you know what I mean? So I'm going to go mm. up and because from re- re- reading it, you get to play it, you get to buy all the gear, you get to yada, 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 you get all the good stuff. And yeah, it's yeah. just like a free day. Me, so, though, yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send it. Yeah. They did Beautiful. a little, a two minute, just how the game plays. Um, video today on their Warhammer community article. It doesn't really and, say much. Yeah, it's very small. It's like it doesn't really say much. But the the one thing I can't sort of put across to you like enough is if you're interested in fantasy um, or the old world, as it's called now, um, they have released about ten articles, and about six of them are to do with the phases. So four to do with the phases, one to do with the universal special rule, and one to do with specifically magic. And wow. they give you a pretty good idea on how the game plays. Yeah. Um, from from start to finish of a turn. 
um, you know, how there is the new strategy phase and how magic is now done and how combat is done and how morale is done and how spells are cast and how characters are cast and how universal special rules are on your, you know, like, like it was in fantasy, like it isn't in 40k anymore, but is for heresy, you know, how a a unit can have the rule stubborn and then you've got to go to a fucking page to find what stubborn does. Um, You know, yeah, yeah, those sorts, those sorts of things. Right. Um, so it, it, you can get a fairly good understanding of how the game plays just by reading those articles. Um, so I think you'll save yourself a lot of the like early questions about army building and stuff if you just go and read those articles. What I suggest yeah. people go and do if you haven't. I think read it's them great. In good detail. So I, I love that kind of it felt like it had died. I don't know about you guys, but to me, I felt yeah, I felt yeah. like they they given up Legion of Poe in. Epic was the top dog and all that whole shit as well. And then suddenly out of like Literally, nowhere, it's just, been, it's just been two weeks of just bam after bam after bam after bam. It's just been released content, blah, 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 blah. And it's really helped kind of drive the interest um, for me. I don't know about you guys. Well, you two are both excited as well about it. So it's, it's one of those. It's, it's, I think like other people are as well. So the, there are rumors, obviously, that, that there's either epic or fantasy has released three or four or six months wrong because oh. they did not intend epic and fantasy to come out one after the other within a month I can imagine. Yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. so you know yeah, there yeah, are because... people in my club including me who are pretty hyped for epic now epic's just completely taken a back burner for fantasy and vice versa yeah, I yeah. there are it's, people think... playing epic they're just like i don't have the time for fantasy now because i'm too busy playing epic yeah, that's that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, I think it'll be one or the other. Then when it it'll be oh yeah, well because they're so close to each other, I'm gonna do fantasy or I'm gonna do epic. Yeah. I can't see a lot of people yeah. doing both um, unless it's like uh, over the course of like two or three years. But for me, I was I was interested in epic, especially after you and Harry played at t- Tooth and Claw. Um, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm fucking well up for this, and then. I made the mistake of getting rid of all my fantasy stuff because I was like, nah, fantasy's dead. I can't be fucked with that. Pfft, you know what I mean? And now I'm like, fuck! Oh, I shouldn't have got rid. Shouldn't have well, got rid of I anything. Mean, you've so, got rid of so. dark elves, and they, if if you if if what you've got rid of is dark elves, they don't have rules. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, don't feel bad about getting rid of them because there's no rules. What you should feel bad about, and there's like a guy in my club who he raised this point this morning, and it really bottomed out the enthusiasm for fantasy. So. I hope okay. it doesn't do that to the listeners who are hyped for fantasy because I'm still hyped for fantasy. But his basic point was I was sold on the old world when I thought the starter set was going to be Kislevs with bear cavalry and Cathay with dragon warriors. And I oh, thought, you know, I... that's what the original articles were all about, weren't they? They were all about Kislev and ice mages and dragon warriors and Cathay wow. warriors and stuff like that. And all of that's gone. All of the new faction talk, they haven't mentioned it in months and months and months. And it doesn't mean it won't come. With, it, 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 definitely, it means it is coming, and that's you've got to remember that. That's what's keeping not keeping me afloat because I'm really hyped for it, but that's why it doesn't trigger me so much because I'm just like, yeah, I mean, Kiss level come, and then everyone will jump on that, and then cat, you know, it's just the way that all war games work. The new faction comes out, and everyone jumps on it. But that's what he thought the release was going to be. He thought the release was going to be Bear Cavalry and Cafe, like Total War Three. He didn't think it yeah. was going to be. Um, Petronians and Tomb Kings, two old armies, and 
you know, Tomb Kings has launched with a lot of plastic and some fine cast, and Bretonians have launched with a lot of metal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to pick your army correctly, I think. Anyway, that's probably enough fantasy stuff. We'll we'll, we'll talk more about it when we've got everything in our hands, and um, just, maybe just play one, the game. Just one more question: Are they releasing metal? Yeah, yeah. Set? Yeah, man. This wow. this is what. Sort of, yeah, this this sort of gutted me yesterday a little bit. In that I was so hyped, and you know, I was really like paying attention to my phone for six o'clock to get the announcement, and then expecting just the Bretonian set to go up and the rule book and that. And then I saw these other models go up, and I thought, oh, fantastic! The new knights on the new sorry the knights of the realm on foot, which is like a core choice for Bretonia, that are brand new models. I thought they'll be up for pre-order. That like lady prophetess on unicorn like my favorite model at the moment like one of my favorite models of all time and i haven't even got one in my hands yet yeah i thought that would be up for pre-order but it isn't what's up for pre-order a load of like metal grail knights and metal yeoman which is just not cool and i'm i'm not gonna be buying metal from games workshop nah ban i stopped buying that when it was six yeah when it was six quid a pack i didn't pay for i'm not paying 30 quid now Wow. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 a pretty big shill for Games Workshop. I'll, apo- I'll I'll you know I'll apologise a lot for them and when they fuck up and defend it and all the rest of it. But metal models when they've release Empire State Troops and stuff, stuff that's plastic that we know you're going to release. Do that first. Don't bring back metal shit. It's crazy. Um. But yeah, so you can buy some metal. I think Setra the Imperishable is like half plastic, half metal. Um, yeah, it's wild. Wild two armies to choose to, to launch your system if, if some of it's metal. Considering things like Wood Elves, High Elves, Empire, Dwarfs can all do really well with just plastic. Chaos, you know, Warriors of Chaos got loads of range. Anyway, so Fantasy is going to be awesome. I think, we, I think we're booking the club out on the Saturday evening so that we can go into the club, set up a table or two and have a game. Saturday night, awesome. pretty cool. Um, which is going to be sick. So I think by the time we record on the, the following week, I'll have I'll have played a game or two. Uh, I'll have had a club night where we're going to play it as well. So Connor, who you guys have met, you know, plays Imperial Fists with us. Alpha um, Connor, he'd have been able. To, uh, hopefully, I'll get. Yeah, can also hopefully I'll um, out with dice trays and display plaques and all that kind of thing. Um, but I can't remember his Instagram handle to point you towards him. So. I think it's Legion Miniatures or something like that. That um, sounds about right. But he's in the Discord, I think. And you can find him on Instagram. Um, I'll get him to shout himself out. Maybe he'll make an, make an advert or something. But his, him and his partner, Caitlin, make loads of sort of like branded um, paraphernalia, I suppose you'd call it. Like dice trays, little acrylic stands to put near your army to tell it to tell you who it is who painted it yeah for armies on display and that like kind t-shirts of and yeah for armies on display a little coat you know he made us all a little coaster a tea coaster yeah that was really oh, sweet actually so, so loads yeah of stuff. Well, Thank i've been using that today been loving it yeah 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 mine's it mine's in my army box army case which is where it's going to stay so that i always know which tea is mine at an event that's a clever thing yeah i like that that's good. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it in there. Right, so um, in terms of heresy, I don't think we've had any rules been released since Thanks. last time we spoke, which is good. Did we do Demons of the Rune Storm? Or we talked about it and said, no. if you want to do it, go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we said, 
go and yeah. speak to go and listen to the heresy hammer on it yeah 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 go and listen to someone else because we don't want to talk about it <laughs> no I'm still not right. Oh, oh, we had the FAQ you're, 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 <clears throat> is that since record no we had the FAQ no we had the FAQ a few days or a week before our last record and we said shall we talk about the FAQ and you went shall we move on and we all just moved on if you want to hear my opinions about the FAQ, well, you ain't going to get them. So deal with it. Yeah. No. And no one, I was even, no I was even going to record a podcast on my own going through it. <laughs> yes. Because, because I had like three or four people ask me, what's your problem with the FAQ? And I decided to, no, I'm just not, I'm not going to give anyone else my opinion on these things. Cause all I do is get fucking shouted at. So fuck you. So it's all your fault. So. Yeah. 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 Should we move on? I just get made into memes and made into stickers and stickers bollocks. are pretty yeah. elite yeah. though. Yeah, we're on a good sticker oh, hype at the moment. There, there have been some good ones come out recently as well. So yeah. Right. I've never met what a man have we been up to? who put stickers of himself up so much. Oh that just, the, the, particularly the one of you. It. In the gilet and your and your cap looking quite concerned is so fucking funny. Ooh, I hate that photo so much. It is so I think that's a, a very good. handsome one of you, Will. Oh, it's really you look good. very handsome in that in that uh, sticker. It, oh, that's very kind of you, Tom. Thank you. Um, there was, there really was a sticker of me. There was a sticker of me taken from a video where I was calling you out for using a Vox to fly around your magic fireballs. And um, oh, yeah, I was, looked like the yeah. fattest person who'd ever lived. So mm. I asked the person to kindly delete it. Um, I can't remember who yeah, it was. Yeah, that's it, Joe. Lee. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Lee. I want to blame Lee. Lee definitely doesn't um, listen to this, so we can always make a scapegoat. No. <laughs> No, he doesn't. So. Although yeah, it's a dangerous gang because he could snipe any of us from several kilometres yeah. away. So he might just cease to exist one day and we'll know that he's decided to listen no, to a random episode. Now we'd hear episode. his moaning before the fucking bullet got to us. Um, <laughs> he can't oh, even shout me anymore because I've changed my number. So I'm not in any, I'm not in any group <laughs> chat with me anymore because I've changed my phone number. So he can't even shout at me. Um, right, where were we? Heresy. So let, let's talk about what we've been up to. Will, we'll save you because you've done the most because you've been the meatiest boy. Oh, okay. um, perfect. So, Giles, why don't you go with what you've been up to since the last time we recorded? So, the last time we recorded was Tooth and Claw. Tooth and Claw. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So, since yep. then, I've spent actually quite a lot of time um, thinking about Lamb Raiders and how to paint them. So. Ooh. Big discoveries. I think potentially even during the last podcast, I revealed that I'd found more of my lost Lambrader doors. Um, And you did. Yeah. Yeah. I've now got a full complement of Lambrader doors. I'd found scattered around my hobby room. Um, One was in some drawers, two were under the bed. So I've now got four of four. Um, So that's pretty exciting. I've also I've, I've been putting a fair amount of effort into these raiders. I can't lie. I put a little snap up on the the Instagrams the other day, um, and they they aren't done yet, but they're certainly good enough to be on on the table for some practice games with the with the Dark Angels. Um, and yeah, I've been putting a, a little bit of effort into trying new things with them. So um, 
kind of put a little bit, even put some effort into the grills on the, the top, kind of towards the back of the landmarks, you know, those like venti grill sections. Um, I thought I'm quite pleased with how they've come out. I've done the uh, muzzle burn type effect on them now. So they only really need to paint the three doors I thought I'd lost uh, and some powders, some lenses, other little bits and pieces. So I'm going to get those finished off for the little event in Portsmouth on the 28th. So that's pretty cool. I think I'll probably only run one of them for that event because I don't have anything to put in the second one, but I'll get them both done because that seems a sensible and an efficient way to go about painting. Um, <clears throat> so that's been the main heresy focus. I tidied up some inductai as well. I might have covered that on the last episode, actually. Um, but yeah, making some very slow but methodical progress on the Dark Angels. And then over the Christmas break, I've been wildly distracted by fantasy. So um, I've been painting Lothan Seaguard like no tomorrow. Yes. Although not as much as I would have liked because I've been arrested. You know when you just want to sit around in your pants and paint and then Christmas, you end up being really busy like doing shit around the house and then, oh, uh, by the way, you need to look after the dog for four hours. And I'm really like, I busy. love the dog, but I'd like him to just go to sleep so I can put him in his crate without feeling bad, paint for two hours, come back, and like go out for a nice walk when he naturally wakes up. But his sleeping schedule has not lined up with my painting schedule, and his schedule takes precedence, which um, I think is fair yes. enough, and I love that boy to death. Yes. But it has mean yes. not as much painting as I would have liked. Um, but we move. We move. Christmas has been nice, spent lots of time with family, lots of time with the pooch, and absolutely not buzzing to wake up at 6.37 tomorrow morning. Oh. Fuck oh. that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the one, is it? I'm not even going to talk about it, because it legitimately depressed me. Yeah. Um, Let's move on. I've, I've been pretty much the same in the productivity, because... I don't have a dedicated hobby set up in the house at the moment because it's winter and I can't get in the garage because um, it's too cold. So I have to kind of just set up a little base camp in the house somewhere. But over Christmas, Laura was like, I ain't going to fly. You can't just do that. Like we need to have everything Christmassy and set up. So it all needs to be put down. So sort of like December the 20th had to put all the painting and hobby stuff in the garage and only got it out when i think it was boxing day i managed to sneak my like building kit in in my little tupperware and sit and chain bosh out 30 assault marines and nice. then one of the days i can't remember which day it was 27th maybe maybe the day after um laura had gone out for the afternoon and i was like bosh airbrush got it out primed them all tamia whited them all and then went and did all the reds on you know like the the, the red airbrush stages on 30 assault marines but I did it with a glass of wine. So some of the shading and highlighting on these assault marines is really crap. So that's hopefully fixable, that's though. hidden with, well, it's no, it's fixable in that just edge highlighting, metallics, trims, oils, transfers will just hide it. But when you look down at the top of the packs and they're not all highlighted the same, they're highlighted wildly different. It is going to look different, and I can't be asked to go back and fix it. Have so, you done any of the following like stages on them? What do you mean? I think what I think mean following stages. Like if you airbrush, if you just went in with a few little highlights to just kind of even them up a little bit, would you be overspraying onto areas you've since painted? 
No, I think I think the way to fix it would be to go back in with some Tamiya White on the packs and the pads and the shield on the real extreme zeniths. Blast that with a bit of white and then go back in with the bloody red and just give it a final little touch up. But um I think we'll just let it ride. Um I started, just weather them up, Tom. Do, just fucking weather them up, boy. Mm. Well, I, st- I started trying to do a will and paint 30 infantry at a time. Um, I literally did one and then decided that that was not worth my life. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but there's, there's a very loud argument happening in my house right now. So what I'm going to oh, do is go we're and not, mute We're and not picking that while up. Will tells you all about a million... Oh, that's good. Will, tell us all about your million infantry. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> seamless, really. Absolutely. We're seamless. so professional. Oh, no, I love it. Yeah, so I've pretty much. So with Christmas. Uh, Christmas? Yeah, yeah. W- with Christmas, I don't have any work, which is, well, we're, we're not doing any work. All the boys are all off. I've got little. I had little bits here and there to do, but nothing really. So I've been in the workshop and at my desk painting toy soldiers. So it's been pretty fucking wizard. And I just decided I'm going to leave it set up and I'm just going to get all these Raven Guard done for the new year. I was trying to get them all done for the 28th. But I ran out of powders, which was really annoying. You obviously heard about that, Giles and Tom. Um, I did. So that really pissed me off but it was kind of good because it meant i wasn't rushing anything which was good so yeah so yeah i've just systematically gone through and just finished yeah like it's 5k in total a bit over 5k and then yesterday i decided to repaint corex so i literally woke what day is it today it's the first isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. today's the first yeah yeah so i woke up yesterday morning at like half six or whatever do you know what i mean and was like I've nearly finished... Oh, no, I've finished the Ravens at this point. The, the only thing I have left to finish, finish, is eight extra weapons for the Dreadnoughts. Um, so, four Melter Cannons and four Conversion Beamers. And redo Corax. So, I set up the old... Um, Uja, Uja Flip 5000. I forget what it's called. It was actually yeah, Ollie that inspired me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ollie said, "No, not no, nah, nah, not the airbrush." Ollie said when he was pissed on Christmas Day, he went and um painted some Lunar Wolves and was like, "Fucking hell, they're well fucking shit." So I got out the ultrasonic cleaner. That's what it was. So I got oh, out the ultrasonic yes. cleaner, threw him in there, snapped him off his base, threw him in there, and then just spent the whole day, um, yeah, fixing him up, um. Is it a total yeah, repaint or like a, a stuck repainting parts of him? Total repaint. So, no, it's not. Um, so while he was in the old, uh, while he was in the um, in the ultrasonic cleaner, I lit the fire and I got it up to a million degrees Fahrenheit, uh, and I just I just used that all day to like dry components of what I was working on. Do you know what I mean? So dry the bases, burst. You know what I mean? Dry the oils, burst. Dry. So that sped a lot of it along, which was which was really good. Yeah, and then about about eight o'clock last night, about eight nine o'clock, I finished him off. I was really happy. I was yeah, I painted like five yeah like a bit over five k. 
Um, I've done it in like two batches as well, which is pretty crazy. Which is so absolutely think, insane to me. Yeah, I think I did 40. I did, wait, I did so 10, 20. So I, I, I did 55 on the first batch, which was pretty crazy. F- just 55 infantry. And on the second batch, I did 80 models. 80, 82, because... Two of Some of were, which were dreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this, so in the second crazy, batch, I just crossed out 80. 82 fucking Raven Guard, which was which was really really good um and like in between that i've kind of had little inspirations here and the, here and there as well so i've um had some from when harry ran his totally wizard militia and solar only event i bought some solar militia in preparation to use them um, but I never got around to actually building and painting them. They, I think because Second Ed came out and st- 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 stuff like that happened. So I got them out. I built them all today. So I've got nothing. Wow. Yeah. So uh, the whole plan is I'm not going to buy anything until I've got everything finished. So Ooh, that's crazy. So I've got 40, 30, 40 bases on the go at the moment that I need to finish for tomorrow, which I can now because I've got the powders. Um, I've got 11 rave, uh, eleven Space Wolves and three Assassins to paint tomorrow as well. Um, I'll go back to work on the 3rd. Well, like the, the boys are back on the 3rd, so I need to start thinking about work on the 3rd. Nice. So, uh, I've got, so if I can get all these, all these bases done, and then tomorrow start on these 14 infantry, should get them done by the end of the week, and then it's just finished the bolt action. So then I've got I've got the Japs starter box to do. And then once that's done, I've got no, I've got nothing to build or paint in the house. I'm completely done. So that's, that's when I, yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty cool in it. So, so that's when I'll treat myself to, uh, the next kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So I'll probably buy some more solar. Hopefully at that point it should be February. We should ha- have an idea. Um, mm-hmm. Is there, I'm going to do an ally to, to attachment to the Iron Hands of Solar. Um, what else? Uh, then I'm going to do a White Scars ally to attachment, which would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's all. It's been really. I found a, I've been in a really good headspace with hobby recently, so I've been boshing it out, and I've just been letting it ride, letting it ride. So, so you've been um, ultra yeah. productive. Yeah, and then playing a game the other day with everybody as well, like going down to, to Eastbourne for the day, that was like really helpful because I hadn't seen it, seen any of my friends over like the like Christmas period. Um, we just chat on WhatsApp and you know what I mean, usual stuff. But yeah, that was really good just just to see everybody for the day and play some games. Got to play Freddy, which was fucking awesome. Um, played Ollie and Angron and was blown away by Angron, which is amazing. That he is just a motherfucker. That really inspired me to get Korax ready as well because Ollie and I were like, we'll have a game during January. We'll take a day off during the week and we'll do Korax versus Angron. So I'm ready for oh, that as hot. well, which is awesome. Yeah, that's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. And then, yeah, so just keep plodding along with all the hobby. I hope, hope, hope everyone else can as well. And on the 20th, go to Warhammer World and look at Fantasy for the day, which will be fucking sick. Beautiful. Be- beautiful, Jeff. Beautiful. So. Bloody lively. Yeah. It's amazing. What it's an inspiration. Good. Thank you. It's very kind. It, 
it isn't the levels of like some people, but just for I don't know. It was just yeah. It was just it was good. It was right, which was the most important thing about it. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? so. absolutely. Right, cool. That's that. Uh, I don't believe Tom's returned. So should we move on to the battles of Warhammer World? Uh, yes, tell us all, Giles. So, you, so you, you're the one that actually got us the. Shall I? Shall I set the scene? So. I think there were... Do you remember how many teams there were on each side? Ooh, Ten? 25 on each side, I think, maybe? Oh, teams? Nah, there wasn't 200 people there. Oh, I think there was a, people, wasn't there? I think even less than that, to be honest. I think there was about 10 to 15 teams per side, those sides being Lyotist or Traitor. Um, yeah, that probably sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. And obviously that amount of tickets went up. They disappeared like fucking hot cupcakes. But we managed to get one. We 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 sorted I it tried. out. You know, yeah, all of volleyed. us were fucking tried. Yeah, we all 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 of us tried. We managed to get one loyalist ticket. Will bringing Iron Hands. Me bringing Mech. Ollie bringing Imperial Fists. And Harry bringing a different iteration of Imperial Fists. He went Templars. Um, and so. Picture the scene. We rock up to. So we rocked up at Harry's house, didn't we, on the Friday night? Slept there, so it was a nice, easy saunter to Warhammer World on the Saturday morning. Um, Will, would you like Harry, to describe yeah. what happened as you walked up the stairs towards Buckman's? I don't know who you're talking about. Let's just say there was a strength D impact, um, which involved. Fucking double D, wasn't there? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which unfortunately yeah. involved some of Will's tanks and the quite hard stone tiles in Buckman's. Oh, it was so embarrassing, but at the same time, it happens to everyone says it always happens to you at least once. But the fact that it happened then with only tanks was actually really fucking good. It like in hindsight. And looking back at the damages of them as well, I got off so, uh, I got off scot-free. The only thing it did affect was on the Friday, Ollie and I went up early. I think we went up about lunchtime or whatever. And we went to Warhammer World. We played a game. And I used some Punishers and a Volkite Kratos. And I was like, I'm going to fucking take these tomorrow. These are going to be fucking sick. So I wrote my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready to rock. And then, yeah, on Saturday morning, smashed all the models up. So... Had to revert to another list, which was quite embarrassing. But it was quite Whoops. funny. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was great, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, so we got there, we registered. Will got shouted at for trying to walk into the gaming hall to see the tables um, when what? they weren't ready. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a strong start from Bill the Destroyer. Um, uh so then we were allowed in they let us in they gave us a shout out to, to Ed and Jay who did an amazing job from the Warhammer events team oh, um, best thing yeah. yeah no they are two hobby heroes um, they gave us some really cool you can you could tell they've run a lot of events together and the whole team has run a fuckload of events together it's almost like it's their job because um, they were so like, they smooth knew exactly what was going on Rules questions, no problem. We'll go. We'll go and find out and report back. Like they, op- they operated a really smooth ship, and I was really, really impressed with. Um, 
So, shout out to those boys for doing a, a sensational job. Um, loyalists went one way, traitors went the other. We had a little speech. Um, Ed got very into it. We were obviously on the loyalists, so weren't too close, but we could certainly hear what was going on. Very dramatic. Um, and then we were allocated tables to go to. Um, have I missed anything so far, Will? No, that was pretty much it. So it was random, random kind of draw for the first round, I think. Um, I think so. Was it random draw? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like, it was Team um, Bosch Boyos, which was our name, versus X Team uh, on table 11. Off you go. Off you pop. Go and find your opponents. You've all been briefed about how it works. So Giles was, was our team captain. But after I'd inflicted strength D hits on all my tanks been shouted at for going into the event hall prematurely Giles went to the toilet at which point they summoned all the team captains to give them all the briefing on how things would work so as Giles wasn't present I took that role which that's was the narrative that fine. Will's pushing he actually staged a coup um, and yes, made me go to the toilet just so he could take my place but you know we, we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over that mm. Have some of this delicious cow jizz. It won't make you shit instantly, will it? Drink it. Drink up. So I <laughs> so I reigned in power. I took control, as is my right, because I was fucking... Because I had a Primark, because I had Ferris fucking Manus. Um, and then, yeah, so we went in, we found our tables, and we had our first game. And we had... I don't know about you, Giles. I mean, I, f- I think I could probably speak for all of us, but I had a delicious first game. I played... Yeah. And please correct me if this is wrong, but I think I played Les, and he was a he's his his entire team are actually employees of Games Workshop, so they all work at Warhammer World, painting, developing, working together, which was really good. And he had his awesome Sons of Horus. Um, yeah, they were really, I, yeah, yeah, really tasty. It was lovely to play as well. Lovely to like talk to about things as well. Um, he was he he was very good about stuff. He was like, I can't talk about that, and I was like, perfect then let's not, da, 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 do you know what I mean? So it was really good, really, really lovely. Uh, played a wonderful game. I had uh, Ferris in the Iron Hands, and he had, um, he had, he didn't have Horace, but he had um, Abaddon leading the first company, personally. It was lovely, yeah. How about you? So I played James and his Night Lords, which I think is a, a fairly, I think a new army to him. I think it was that he'd, he'd finished painting fairly recently. Um, yeah, also as Will mentioned, GW employees, and, and listen to the show, actually. So, shout out, big ups yeah, to you if you're big listening. Big shout out to the pair of them, yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just to the whole it team. Quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, um, it was a really fun game. I played a Night Lords uh, list featuring Kurz. Kurz kind of hung back, hung back for the first turn. I thought, what's going on here? And he pounced on me. Uh, so, trapped him in a challenge and just kind of tried to, tried to manage the rest of the game from there. Um... Yeah, it was a really good game. Really lovely bloke, and it was it was just good all round. And I think did we win all f- all four of our matchups in that? I think first, we did. Yeah. Round? So yeah, ha- Harry played um, World Eaters with Khan, and he had Sigismund, um, which was apparently a really cool game. Really, really bloody, just tear ups in the middle. And Ollie played. I can't remember what Ollie played. Ollie was on the end. So the way that it worked was each table was a series of four tables in a row. Yeah, and what you did was the matchups were done via like a kind of like a card system. 
So each of the tables were worth uh, a value um, equaling up to 100 in total. So yeah, one was, was worth... 10, 20, 30, 40. Was that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds like yeah, that the correct up. math. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, so the whole plan was you had you had five missions um, that are in the Siege of Cthonia. And what you do is you go to each table and as a team, you'd work out who's best for each mission and relevant to how much points the table's worth. So like I'm really good in Heart of Battle because there's a central objective and I've got Ferris. So I'd go to the 40-point table and be like, I want to play this card on this mission on this table and I'd put it face down. And then my opponent, Les, he'd come along and be like, I'm really good at playing Shatterstrike at 40 points as well. So he put it down. So you wouldn't know who was going to play, like what mission you were playing. You then rolled off and whoever won the roll off got to pick which one, that, uh, which mission they play. So there was a nice little nuance to kind of working out where to, where to, where to kind of send your forces. I think as a group, we decided that we should all play one of each value mission. Cause all of us play heresy quite a lot. We're all pretty competent. Um, and we all like a challenge and we like all, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, so all of us were like, we, we each need to play on a 40, a 30, a 20 and a 10. And whoever's strongest at each mission will go and play for the ones that they want. Um, and I can't remember who all he played in the first round, but I'm sure, oh, he played word bearers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think Ollie had a great game as well. But yeah, we ended up, I think we won all four points and all four missions in that, yeah. in, in that round, which was, so then the, which the was point, really good, just like 100 points. Yeah. Exactly. So that 100 points then goes to the loyalist tally for who's winning over the, over the course of the weekend. During the games, they had scrap piles and stuff. So you could, at the end of the game, you could gather up some scrap piles which combined with other things you've done in-game give you tokens and those tokens could be used to purchase stratagems and one of those stratagems was doubling up those um, campaign points amongst other things so uh, if you had a big win you were likely to get loads of tokens um, so we had a bucket load of tokens going into, mm, into we did didn't we and yeah. there was, a, there was a, a heads or tails flip to double or or quit or double or nothing your um tokens and of course being the bold adventurers that we are we decided the tails never fails and we were going to gamble every penny we had on tails and and what happened will we won every single fucking gamble that we did and after after every round we gambled so we ended up with a shit ton of coins which you could then go to the uh tally mark the like uh the like rogue trader so oh, he's rogue trader, yes, sorry. yeah yeah above the planet there was a like a rogue trader fleet parting his wares selling his gear um and you could go to him you could buy stuff the other thing was, if you wanted to That's record cool. your... I didn't know about was, that. Yeah, really, really cool. The other thing as well was, if you wanted to record your score for the whole campaign, you 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 had to pay money to record the score. I think um, it was like four coins, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I think I think you just got those coins for playing the game, even if you lost yeah. all four and scored no scrap. But there was always that option that you could just be like, fuck them, I don't care. Fucking loyalists always win. Fuck it. So that was a really cool li- little nuance thing as well. I've got all the cards, actually. Before I left, I had a bit of a, a jezzing where I couldn't work out how to get out, which was quite funny. Um, and I ended up, managed to hoover up some of the cards that people had left. So if I can remember, I will take photos and send them. And we can put them up, put them up on the Discord so that people could see them. But um, yeah, really, really, really cool little thing. The only thing that maybe annoyed me a bit was the fact that it's the classic problem of winners getting rewarded. You know what I mean? So shouldn't be shit then. Do better. What so, what do you mean winners got rewarded by the fact that you had more currency to spend on more things? Exactly, yeah, yeah. So the better you, right, you did right, in right. game, the more money you got, which meant you could buy more stuff. Also, cars were just yeah, given out freely and, and 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 like randomly. And I think to I think as the campaign went on, there was definitely a, a conscious effort by the road trader to give teams that weren't doing as well more cards and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But they were, I guess they that, were pretty that much always like random. So. The right way to go about it. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah, is the right you way want to, yeah. meritocracy, right? You want you want the winners to be rewarded, but at the same time, you don't want the people who are losing because it is only a game that you've paid yeah. to attend to. You, you do you do want the losers to feel to not feel like they're being left behind, I suppose. Yeah, but, there was yeah. also some bargaining done in the later ra- or certainly in the last round. We we struck up a good relationship with the rogue trader and managed to really make the most out of our tokens. Um, yes. which I understand he was doing with quite a lot of teams. So I imagine there was some evening <laughs> out that went on during that process. A lot of yeah, three he... for twos and the like going on. Yeah, like, <laughs> over at the end, we were like, we buy three of these, can we get a four for free? And he's like, yeah, send it. Do you know what I mean? Here you go. Have one of them. Yeah, yeah. Keep it, you filthy animal. Yeah, so... But that's because we were just... Because uh, that's just... We were gambling. Everything, everything we won, we're like tails... And he's like, again, Tails. Do you know why? Because Tails never fails. And Tails didn't, fa- didn't fail us once. So. No, and it definitely it was, wouldn't uh, have been irritating for anyone stood nearby where the four of us link arms and jump up in the air shouting, Tails never fails, while Tails someone flips fails. a coin. <laughs> definitely not mildly obnoxious, but we had a good time. No, yeah, we did have a good time, which was good. Yeah. And we were paying customers, so fuck them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so game one was absolutely marvellous. Going into game two, before we went into game two, we had a lovely lunch. So we did. How, how much was it? It was £280 for a team ticket. That works out at £70 yes. each. And in that £70, you get to play, which is awesome. You also get a free uh, visit of the um, exhibition, which I didn't even realise, which was also wicked. I think we, we yeah. did that on... More, more than one you, they just, if you had your event like a uh, event little tag thing they gave you on you can just try up in and out as much as you wanted so that was really nice yeah so I think we did that I don't know about you but I did that I think I just went once I think I went on Sunday lunchtime which was really good when it was a bit quieter but that was good because they had a few extra um, oh, what would you call them um, t- uh, displays that I hadn't seen which was really cool but then you also got as well you got Lunch on the Saturday and lunch on the Sunday, which was all included. 
And you also the got staff canteen. To, yeah, in staff canteen, which was fucking well good. The food was quite nice, actually. I was pleasantly surprised. Good. Yeah, yeah. You got like it's, ca- it's canteen food, but it was good canteen food. It was really good. Yeah, and you get dessert, you get unlimited drinks, you get crackers, you get you get quite a lot for it. It was really good. And then you also, as well, on the sun on the Saturday evening, I don't think we partook in. You also got um, access to like a quiz and a meal as well. So for that seventy pounds, you got. What is it? Fifteen, a tenner probably for the um, uh, tour. So you get that, which is great. You 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 get to play, and you get three square meals and and a quiz if you want to to as well. So value for money, it was fucking exceptional. It was really really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So rocking into game two, we scored a hundred points in our first round. So I think we we were fairly. I think they did a Swiss pairing, which was definitely the way to go, I think, now playing forward. You don't have to be so open about it, but you can always just do it like kind of like secretly. Do like two secret Swiss. So, do you know what I mean? So, we ended up scoring 100 points and good friends of the podcast, Heresy on the Hill, also won all of their first round games and scored 100 points as well. So, we went into game two. Playing Heresy on the Hill. Oh, yeah, baby. Silas is the captain. Um, ben, powerful Ben, um, and delicious uh, Avery. And then their, their fourth was proper friend of the podcast. The fourth member was Dan White himself with his Alpha Legion. Uh, and this was delicious. It was. It really was. So I, I took on the mantle of oh, playing, oh, indeed, of playing Avery, uh, who was running Sons of Horus and White Scars, and smashed his face in on t- turn <laughs> one, and then made some, frankly, catastrophic errors following on from that, uh, which, which Tom did a good job of to capitalise. And this was really tense. We were the last game to uh, out of our four team versus team games to finish so we had eight of us stood around the table trying to work out what was going on and it came down to the final few dice rolls and it was i think that's probably my favorite game of the weekend because it was so tight i was desperately Whoa. trying to do some mental maths failing epically trying to work out am i up on vps am i down i don't know we're just gonna have to do as much as possible and i think in the end we worked out that i won by what one victory point maybe two but it was, yeah, it was, oh, it was really so close. Great. It was a really yeah. good game. Really good. Very enjoyable. Yeah, that was, was my favourite game of the weekend, I, pro- I think. Purely because of oh. how close it was. That's good to hear. So I'm, I uh, got to play Silas, which was pretty cool. Haven't ever played them. In fact, I've, it's the first time I've ever played any of the Heresy on the Hill Gang, even in like doubles or, you know what I mean? So going forward, I'd quite like to play Avery and Ben as well. But so anyway, I got to play Silas. He was, he, he was running pure mech with a shit ton of Myrmidons um, and some other little sprinklings as well. Some little salt base. I had Ferris with a block of breaches and uh, some Mechanicum as well. Some Myrmidons as well. Um, and we had a big old bust up in the middle. I won the roll off to pick the mission. So we played Heart of Battle, which is the s- central objective, which is perfect because that's the mission that caters to how I kind of need to play 
Peter, not be all over the place. Need the game to be in in one area and just hold that area. And with yeah, Ferris, short front, perfect. Yeah, before Ferris centrally to that. Exactly doing doing the Lord's work, and it was a great game. Nonetheless, Ferris did really well. He got turned to charge off. I think Silas had a couple of misplacements with Thalax. So Ferris turn two got into. Silas's lines and then turn three he was in their lines and then turn four he was the lines were gone do you know what I mean but it was it was a great game it was a fabulous game nonetheless it was really really fun to play thank you very much for being a part of that Silas absolutely um, so I think did we also win all four of those games oh we did and that's all that matters that's what it's all about so, exactly so um, Harry played Dan um, and Got smashed, but played the mission, which is what it's all about, and managed to win. And Ollie played Ben, which was a real cool matchup. That's probably the one I, w- I would have liked to have watched if I wasn't playing. It was Iron Warriors versus Imperial Fists, and this was Ollie. Was really, Ollie was running Hammer for, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the other thing as well was you you couldn't duplicate characters across your across your teams, and you couldn't. Duplicate warlord traits across your teams as well, which was really cool. So, um, all rights of war, all rights of war, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, which was awesome. So, Harry had Sigismund, so he was like, I'll play Sigismund with Temporal Assault. That means Ollie can play Stone Gauntlet, no right of war, or Hammerfall, and he can have Solar Marshal, which I, which I think we actually, I think we ended up talking about this on the Friday, kind of working out how they, how those two were going to play. Yeah, so Ollie ran um, Hammerfall with his kind of really weirdy but really cool kind of like hybrid list and did the Lord's work against the Iron Warriors, put them put them to the sword, which was awesome. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that was lovely. Should we insert a short pause here, Will, to add in our pre-recording for Element Games and to make sure the file sizes aren't ridiculous? Break. Hi everyone, thanks for listening to the Merchant Princelings podcast. We'd just like to take this opportunity in the break of the episode to remind all of our wonderful listeners that we have an affiliate link with the wonderful Element Games. This is an affiliate link where you can click onto it, go onto the Element website, purchase your normal hobby supplies, models, paints, glues, coat of paint, airbrushes, primers, oil brushes, Tamiya paints, bolt action models, trading card games, Board games, whatever it is that you're looking everything. for. Everything. Literally everything. Air, air, airbrush nozzles, airbrush cleaner, airbrush thinner. Oh, yeah. Games Workshop. All of the above. White Dwarf. Whatever yeah. it is that you buy, yeah. you can normally find it on there. It's probably one of the better discount sites. It's probably the one that's got the best chance of getting stock of things that are limited edition, like you know the, the new Battle Group set or things like 40K Lion or whatever it is you're looking for. The Christmas box sets, you're most likely to find them on Element Games. If you want to find our affiliate link... If you head over to the Merchant Princelings Instagram page, you will be able to find a little link tree um, link there. I hate saying link too many times. That's why this thing is always the worst to talk about. Click into that and you'll see all of the little links that will take you to our various places, including our Discord and to Element. And then you just fulfill your order through there. And that gives us a little kickback, little incentive to keep us talking about them. But that just pays for the audio equipment, 
ticket costs and things like that which help us create the best podcast we can for you guys help us keep that audio quality as crap as you're used to over the last 60 odd episodes and more hopefully hopefully we'll be playing this advert longer and longer and longer um yeah boys anything else to add to the wonderful listeners before we finish this what was supposed to be 30 seconds and is now two minute advert i can do it right now go oh is that it Right, welcome back to part two. So, we've just a bit set to, to recap. We've just finished game two. We've smashed up Heresy on the Hill. Uh, fuck you guys. So, we then scooted out for a delicious dinner. Um, went out with, with Dan and Anna, who is Harry's partner, and we had some some great pizzas, didn't we? Oh, we also witnessed... That's really good, yeah. Pause yeah. and interject to say that before we went to pizzas... We sat in a bar and the Arsenal-Newcastle game was on and it put me through a fucking loop when they didn't disallow Newcastle's goal. Um, that was horseshit. That was utter horseshit. It was horseshit. Uh, and I'm still a little bit eggy about it. Um, but anyway, we went for dinner. It was delightful. We made many new stickers of each other. Um, mm, went back to Harry's yes. on the tram, curled up, went to sleep and then rocked back up again, ready for Sunday. For a little walk around the park next to Harry's house. Uh, lovely, you know, To get us game, game faces on. Yeah, see all the pooches running around, it was great. Yeah. It was actually, wasn't it? it was some, some, some top quality yeah. pooches on patrol. Blast off the cobwebs, and then we were back for <laughs> game three. Well, three, talk baby. to us about game three. Do you remember... I can't remember the team name who we played. Um, I obviously remember my game. So this game, we didn't actually win all four games, did we? I dropped a stinker. No. Yes, Ollie dropped a stinker yes. too. But go on, Mark, tell us briefly about your game. So I played... Um, so I think this, this was my 40-point mission. No, this was the 30-point mission. So I went up against another person who was uh, two for two. He was running Night Lords, which was pretty cool. He was, really, he was running Terror Assault with Night Lords. Um, with Conrad Kurz. Uh, really, really cool army. Yeah. I forget the ch- gentleman's name, but he was lovely. We had an awesome Terror time. Assault in four-turn games is insane, isn't it? Because it's dark for potentially three-quarters of the game. It's absolutely mental. Like, it's dark for the first two turns, which is savage enough as it is. And then on a four-plus on a third turn as well, crazy. But... I kind of planned for this. So I built everything to be very short range, except for one unit. So I had 10 Myrmidons with Volkites, which had an Armistos with them. And he was there solely to give them, well, not solely, but he also had a mask after Laz Cannon that did nothing all weekend. It was fucking shit. Um, he was there. Yeah. He, I took him so that that unit could shoot whatever, whatever the conditions were. He, they could always shoot. And everything else was short range. So I had a block of Myrmidons with a Herald. That's all 24-inch range. I had a Leviathan with two Storm Cannons, which is just 24-inch range. Ferris, a Librarian, and 20 Breaches, which is all short range. And then, like, a Tax Squad here, some Thalax there. Do you know what I mean? Just, like, small l- little units. He had yeah. quite a lot of range and quite a lot of firepower. And he had Prey Sight on, on his stuff, which was pretty cool. Um, but... It was still a really good game nonetheless, yeah. So I think the only mistake that, the glaring mistake that could have been an issue early on was the 
So Ben, that was his name, Ben Hero. His his objective placement was a bit too advantageous for me. So we were playing Crucible of War, which is three objectives. And whoever wins strategic advantage gets to place two. So generally speaking, I don't like this mission because whoever wins strategic advantage generally wins because you just place those objectives on your deployment zone and you make it really hard. And then you go first and you score two in turn one and it's really hard for your opponent to kind of like catch up because two yeah, becomes four, it's four, two, it's six, three, do you know what I mean? But his placement wasn't bad, but it was a bit too... It just meant that I put my entire army on the side that the objectives were on. So um, he had two objectives, more or less on his line, but on one side of the board. So when I placed mine, I put it on that side as well. So we, the game that we played was only pretty much in half of, half of the table. And that meant his units that, that he put on the other flanks, it took them a bit of time to get into the game. It took them a turn or two. But it was great nonetheless. Um, I got pretty lucky. The Storm Cannon Leviathan, even, even when it was dark, um, uh, return fired a Land Raider open, which was crazy. Um, pretty crazy. That, it's, they're, they're really good at just opening Land Raiders, and that was kind of the plan for it. I don't really want to be charging Land Raiders with Ferris, because then I've got to, I've got to charge Land Raider, attack the Land Raider. Oh, I'll probably blow it up, but then, oh, God, you know what I mean? So if I can open up transports and then charge what's inside, delicious, which it worked perfectly for. So it's a really fun game. I did some some slight issues that people probably still think I'm a cunt for doing. So I, I was running pyromancy in this game. Um, and I was always saving my return fire for Ferris and the, the librarian. So whenever Ben shot Ferris and the breaches, I was like, return fire. And I'd throw some fireballs at a tactical squad or a terror squad or something being, else that wasn't the target that was being shot. Target a point. So you were going on the basis yeah. you could target. That's since been FAQ'd, but yeah. rules yeah. as written, yeah. possible. Com- at the time. Completely fine. Um, and it made Pyromancy really good. Didn't make it broken in the slightest. I'll just say that now. It just made it Didn't. good. Okay. Now, n- now it's useless. Now it will never get used again. Anyway. That's for another time. So we had a really fun game. Um, Ferris ended up bonking Kurz on the head with, uh, with his big-ass hammer. So he he actually... There was a really big charge where he charged a Dreadnought, Kurz, Command Squad, and a Terminator Squad into the Breachers. Um, they overwatched, they Gorgon-spited, and they killed one of the Terminator Squads in Overwatch. Um, and then we had like a two- or three-turn combat where Kurz tried to kill Ferris, Ferris survived and then just knocked him on the head. Bonk. Bonk. Um, which was yeah, which was pretty fun. But it was a great game nonetheless. It was it, it, it was good. But what they what they did as a team as well is they came out oh no it, it, I think it was the 40 point mission because they came over and they doubled the value of that mission. And I was a bit like, oh juicy. Ooh, so that mission was worth 80 points for the Loyalists, or 60, I can't remember what it was. Um, so that's when I kind of like put the hat on backwards. The cap pulled, went backwards. Yeah, yeah. Pulled the pants up and was like, right, I need to win this for the Loyalists, and managed to pull out a win in the end, which is great. So what about you, Giles? How was your game? So I 
got absolutely fucking ruined. So I went into this feeling like, okay. So I was facing Samus Cabanda with some demon brutes and then Erebus in a Land Raider with some uh, with some Galvorback, an Easter Terrorist with a Tax Squad and a Rhino, some snipers, um, <clears throat> and some other bits, I think. Now, I was thinking to myself, okay, oh, am I... So I was thinking I can pop both transports, turn one, and then pour fire on the contents. Then the demons have to walk them from their board edge, which means I get at least one full turn and a couple of reactions shooting at them. Um, so I deployed, yeah. and I was thinking, okay, I've got a plan. We'll see how it's advised contact with the enemy. Um my uh, my opponent, who must uh, please forgive me because I've since forgotten the name because this was two months ago now, um, rolled a six, seized on me. I'm thinking, shit. So he rolls forwards, Erebus and Here the yeah. and the Terrorists pop out their transports and move forward seven or six, pop out six or seven, um, and then summon the demons. So. Erebus summons up Samus and the Eteris summons Cabanda and I'm then promptly charged by them. Um, so mm. I managed to get a little bit of interceptor, but I thought to myself, I can do Samus. He's got a three up save. I can, I can deal with him another time. Cabanda, no chance. He's too, he's too apeshit. So, um, yeah. although whilst I intercepted him, did a couple of wounds, um, just the, I think if it had like a squad of las cannons, that and in, on intercepts, then then an Overwatch from the Myrmidons might have killed him, or at least meant I needed to do like one wound in combat. Um, but obviously, playing mech, no access to las cannons, and because he's toughness eight, plasma fusils are wounding on sixes. It just wasn't oh, enough. Savage. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't to be. Um, so essentially, I got charged first term with limited I could do about it and then the demons kind of had their way I did manage to score a few VP but it was kind of never really never really close um, Will then did some research and realised there may have been a few rules errors in that game surrounding said summoning um, yeah yeah so I'm really against demons or no am I against them mm, I don't like the demons of the runestorm army list in the slightest personally but when i went on a bit of a i went on a deep dive when i was in london coming home on the train and i read all the demon rules and i'm and i think giles has read it as well since i'm pretty convinced you can't summon cabanda um you can't use an an eso terrorist to breach the veil um which is pretty crazy so in theory Maybe he couldn't have pokeballed Cabanda out into Giles' lines turn one. Yeah, um, but potentially yeah. Erebus might have been able to, but if you're just dealing with one greater demon, is significantly easier than dealing with two. But exactly, to be honest, yeah, it was the, yeah, it was yeah. the seizing that, that caused the, the issue. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I think had that that not happened, I would have been able to to, to manage them. But, oh well, we moved. The mech were humbled, and... In fact, Ollie lost a game in this this round as well. So these were the first games we lost. Um, 
yeah, so the Bosch boys took a bit, took a fifty percent pounding on this one, mm, um, but yeah, yeah. nonetheless, we cruised on to another yeah. uh, free lunch. I say free lunch, lunch we'd paid for previously, but another lunch in the yeah. canteen. Um, armies went on to display as well over lunchtime. That was pretty cool was really to see cool. in person. Yeah, there yeah. were some really nice armies in there. I think there were a few armies on display in there that were on display because of the connections between the owners of the armies and whoever was deciding what armies went in there. Um, yeah. But maybe that yeah. would just... Potentially, but you never know. So, yeah. These yeah. things are so... It's so much personal preference, isn't it? Um, yeah, when it, exactly. When it yeah. This sort of thing. And, and opinions differ. Boring for all the same. Exactly. So exactly. maybe I'm just yeah. putting two and two together and coming out yeah. with seven. I think, I think you and I are nice both armies. from the school... Oh, of course, of course. I think you and I are both from the from the Ollie school and from the Rob school, do you know what I mean? Of that kind of quintessential classic heresy that kind of Matt Cain devised early on, mm. where you use a lot of weathering and you, you use a lot of those other modelling techniques in heresy. Whereas some of the armies that were put forward for Armies on Parade were definitely classical G-dub style armies, which are great, like heavy... Metal? No, is it? Heavy metal, heavy? yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and I, I must say, I think the armies that won certainly didn't, certainly weren't undeserving of oh, win, no, of, no. of winning. They were really exceptional, but I just think yeah. there was a few that maybe I personally would have subbed out for other armies at the event, but oh well. We made. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think um, Ollie came second with, with his Imperial Fist, which was pretty cool. Um, like a Raven Guard one, a really, really, a really nice G dub, but with some nice classy weathering came first, which was really, really cool. Yeah, subtle but still, still noticeable. Yeah. Um, I think it's even one of the heavy metal painters, but the, um, I think Adam pointed out there was a few, like some of the decals were like were still shiny over the decal and stuff. Oh. There were a few tiny bits, and their feet were a bit submerged into the bases. But that's that's really picking hairs, and I'm not a good enough painter to be making such comments such an added thing to pick up on as well i look i look at man i'm like those are shit hot adam's like are they <laughs> he's like they are shit hot but there's things you can improve oh it's amazing he fucking his yeah, his brain amazes painter. me yeah yeah i fancy absolutely. his brain to fuck uh, yeah absolutely um and then rolled into Aim four, didn't we? So this was the point we did the real hard bargaining with the rogue trader, and we went into yes. we went in with where well, we all had like multiple cards to slap down because we'd once again doubled all of our tokens. We'd fucking lose them. In fact, I've still got one. I because we eat, I I may have held on to four tokens to redistribute amongst the team, so I'm holding one in my hand now. Um, oh, amazing! Yeah. I think they're Age of Sigmar tokens. So they've got like the Age of Sigmar hammer on them, mm. um, and so I'm guessing they get quite a lot of use by the Warhammer team. As I'm now touching yeah. it, I'm probably yeah. thinking I probably should have washed this, but once I got it home, because it's going to be covered in gamer germs, I'll put that back down. Um, but anyway, yes, we <laughs> held on to some of them. I think John left with about 400 in his car boot, so not sure he's got a plan for them. But, but honestly, when we had so mm-hmm. many that I had to put them in they wouldn't fit in one of my trouser pockets and I had quite big pockets in my trackies. I had to put them on each side yeah. and then I had to do up the, the drawstring on my trousers tighter because I kept weighing them down. We had that many tokens. Um, 
so yeah, that was that that was really fun. We went into game four, um, and I played a, a very lovely gentleman who was borrowing a Death Guard army. He had, um, I think he'd only played a few games of Heresy, and he'd kind of been given an army by a mate. Um, and it was off he went. He was playing. Is it the Reaping where you get Death Guard heavy support squads as, tr- as troops? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So I played against that. He had a Lascan squad, missile launcher squad, Volkite squad, um, several Dreads, and Mortarians. It was my first time playing Mortarian in 2.0. Um, that was really cool. Um, I'll be honest, it was quite one sided, <clears throat> largely because the, the gentleman hadn't played too much 2.0, whereas I've played with my list quite a lot, knew exactly what it did. Um, and I just went about uh, an efficient destruction of his heavy support squads and then dealt with Mortarian and kind of just wrapped up some some VPs. But he was a really lovely bloke and it was a nice, friendly and, and positive game to uh, end, the, end, end the event on. It was really, really enjoyable. How was, how was yours, yeah. Wilhelm? I had a similar one as well. So I played a, a lovely gentleman. So I think Ollie and I were chatting to him and his teammate on the Friday when 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 we were playing at Warhammer World because they were on the table behind us. Um I've forgotten his name, I'm sorry, but he was he was an awesome person to play. He had Death Guard as well. Uh, I think he was running Creeping Death, I think. Oh no, he might be running the Reaping as well. But it was a really fun game. It was really good. It was quite tactical as well. Um Pyromancy did the Lord's work as ever. Um but I think this was when I really uh, I really realised that the list I took it didn't have a lot of output but it was just really hard to kill so I had three big blocks of infantry which were all well what Iron Hands and Toughness 5 and they were all really really hard to kill and the gentleman I played he shot them all turn one didn't do enough damage to any of them so then was just like I'm just not going to shoot them again like I'm just going to kill everything else. So he, so he then systematically went after the Thalax and the Tactical Squad and the Leviathan, and he, and he did a really good job at, like... And it's something that I preach as well, like, kill what you can kill. Do you know what I mean? Like, always try and do something, but never don't do anything. Um, and he did a really good job, and it ended up being quite a close, a, quite a close round in the end. Um, I think we played Crucible of War again. Um, well, maybe we played a f- no, no, we played... Shatter Strike, which is the five objectives that after turn two, when you score them, they uh, uh, sorry, six objectives after turn two, once you scored them, they disappear. So you, you need to get on them and hold them. And him knowing after turn one that he couldn't kill the block of Myrmidons and the Ferris with the Breaches, it's just like, cool, I'll just leave them to it. They can score one objective. But I'll kill your tactical squad and I'll kill your your Thalax. And that Leviathan's being a pain because it's return firing fucking land raiders again. I'll kill that. So it was a really, really fun game. I think it ended up about, I think in total it was like 6-4 in the end. So it was pretty, pretty close. Um, this was a mission where I realised that I didn't probably have enough output turn one. I couldn't kill a Dreadnought if I went first to get those like two points in the Siege of Cthonia. Um, but it was great. It was it, it was a really really it was a really really fun game. Harry played uh, Sons of Horus with Horus, I think, and by bowl accounts they had a wizard game because they just Harry had low Harry had like thirty 
Templars and some like Huskars and Sigismund. And the gentleman he was playing had Horus and like 20 Justarian and some Reavers. So they just had a massive just tear up on the objectives. And it sounded fucking awesome, which was great. Um, and then Ollie played Iron Warriors, uh, had a bit of a bit of a weird game. I think the guy was getting his rules quite wrong, um, that maybe in hindsight would have changed the game quite a lot. But it is what it is, and we move. So, Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> there's something to do with the Iron Warriors Warlord trait, and gets hot, is that right, from memory? Yeah, so... He had the extra shot warlord trait for Iron Warriors, um, which means whichever unit that character is with, they shoot an extra time whenever they shoot. Um, but the problem is it also restricts what, what they can shoot in reaction. So, so, so the only reactions they can do are return fire and the Iron Warriors' unique reaction. But the guy was intercepting and the guy was overwatching and shooting like 30 crack missiles with a, a signum so when he probably shouldn't have been um so there was a little bit of a issue about that and he had three scorpuses in a squadron but you can only have two which is another like super weird one that i'm surprised no one up until that point in any of the games had, had like clocked it because i saw it and was like oh three scorpuses savage and then when ollie was like yeah they're fucking well good in it in a squadron of three and i was like oh what squadron of Squadron of three. Uh, illegal maneuver. Illegal maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No wonder they were doing the Lord's work because there was a fucking another one just bombing you. Um, yeah. It is. I think uh, Ollie, after the game, um, informed him. So, like, look, the game is the game. What happened, happened. Move. But by the way, you might need to check this, this, and this. Do you know what I mean? And I think the guy was like, okay, cool, yep, sweet, cool, yep, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. But overall, I think it was a sensational weekend. Yeah, I would, I have to agree with that. I think the, just the fact that team events, because you're, you're always with your boys, your, your, your best, your best buds, kind of in a row. And whilst I don't think any of the missions specifically said play Dawn of War, one team on one side, one team on the other. Apart from maybe one round, we just between the eight of us decided, oh, we're going to deploy on this side. You're, you're, you're going to, you'll deploy o- over there. Um, <clears throat> so it's really cool to kind of look along from the end of the row of tables and see your four armies up against four traitor armies, and being able to easily kind of give updates because you're just like a couple of steps away from your boys, so getting updates during games provide updates so oh bit look over there bit worried about that oh uh and and just always being with your boys but playing new people was really really good i thought yeah it, was. it went down as, as as one of my favorite events i've been to in in a very long time and i will absolutely um if they do another one which i think all the feedback or certainly everyone that gave feedback i'm sure gave positive feedback and a lot of people I ever heard saying like if you do another one I want to come because so I think some of the yeah, event team yeah, guys yeah. had said I want to run this event higher ups had been a little bit unsure and they said just trust me we'll run it if it doesn't work we won't do it again but exactly, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the feedback I heard given on the day was was super positive um, 
and I they sent out a feedback form to all the captains afterwards, and I filled that out and sent it back, and was again really positive, and would absolutely yeah. love to get our hands on. If they do it again, like I will, I'll fight someone for a ticket, hundred percent. It was right, really up. good. Yeah. It was great as well. Like, and as you said, like when you're playing in a team against a team, suddenly there's this there's this whole next level of camaraderie, both together and against, yes. and. It was it was lovely to see. Like I'd go to grab a drink, and I'd be like, "Les, do you want a drink?" He'd be like, "Yeah, I'll have a coke." And then I get him a drink, and I get her a drink, and it was it 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 was really good, just bringing everyone together. And like, I liked that the matchups. Yeah, yeah, I liked that the matchups weren't look at the opposition army and send the best army against it. That was a really cool way of like doing it as well. That you had yeah. a bit of control over what you were playing. But not definitive control about over what army you're who, playing. Who you're playing so, against? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So it was, and because I imagine, because I, I've heard in like big time competitive team tournaments, the way that you do it is that you always send. If if Eldar are really good against Space Marines, you always send Eldar against Space Marines. But because yeah. there wasn't that aspect to this, there wasn't that that like almost innate competitive edge to it. It was just, it was just a really fun like narrative team event and it genuinely felt like we were contributing towards something which in the end the loyalists lost which was pretty upsetting but it's just spurred me on to go back and if they do this event again i'd like to continue playing this kind of series of narrative events that jamie and ed have been um putting up i'd like to go back and fight harder for the for the loyalists and i'd like to see them take back control of rylax city so Absolutely. Really, really good. In yeah. hindsight, we maybe yeah. should have bought some double up your campaign points. We went on the basis at ah, Lawless to win anyway. Let's let's uh, <clears throat> take more of the ones that let you move an objective six inches because that's exactly yeah, yeah. really yeah. fucking helpful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, huge yeah. shout yeah. once again to <clears throat> Jamie and Ed and and the whole team that ran the event. I don't think any of them listened, but thank you so much if you if this gets back to you. I thought it was a fucking great event. Run yeah, so smoothly. Yeah. Both both guys did a great job in kind of marshalling the loyalists, the traitors, providing updates. They had they had graphics on the screen showing the system and who was mm. controlling where. Um, and yeah, it was just yeah. great vibes. Great people we played against. Really well run. Obviously, the venue's amazing. Um, the only negative, I lost my small blast template. No idea where that's gone. So um. I know they'll be well under the bed. I just need to get dig it out. But yeah, and if that's the only negative to take from events, I lost my blast template. Must have been pretty fucking good, to be honest. Must be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'd even go as far as saying I would rip that idea off and run an event like that. Because it was a hundred percent. Like if we, yeah, yeah, yeah if we did a, a podcast uh, event, I would, be, yeah, very supportive of running something like that and essentially changing the narrative, but running mechanically wise running something extremely similar yeah, um yeah, yeah. yeah i thought like it was it was really good exactly yeah, yeah and because there aren't many of these events and i i'd like to run it because i'd like more experience i because i'd like more people to experience what i experienced um i've been so i've played and i've enjoyed it but i'd love for others that didn't get the chance because of tickets and life and yeah, yeah, yeah i'd love for others to get the same opportunity and go 100 percent a team event again and yeah, i think we, it's something that we need to have a chat about going forward 
So. Yeah, absolutely. Because people want to run events that they want to go to, and we had a great, we had a fucking great time at this event. So why not try and spread that love? Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, maybe even we reach out to Andy and say end of next year, after 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 we run two for Claw, I'd like to run and another one or help, and then we just run a team event. They seem to have the the, the capacity. Yeah. It might be something that that we could look into. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, any anything else to add, Will? Any final final comments? Mm, not a lot. I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Um, no comments from Thomas. He's had to scoot off in the background, but I'm sure he would once again wish you a happy new year and tell you all how much he loves you. Um, yeah. Just a quick message to anyone that's listened, rated. Uh, done any join the discord done anything involving the podcast in 2023 use the kickback link etc thank you so much for being a part of the pod um we do it because we love it it's good to chat with the with with you two on a, on a thursday evening well, not a thursday today but you know just chat hobby chat absolute cheddar into the internet and it's amazing that anyone listens so thanks guys we, thank uh, you all for being a part we, of it yeah. we really appreciate it um i don't know if we'll record again this week but we've still got loads to talk about. There's lots going on at the moment. There's so much hobby to be excited about. Hope you have a wonderful 2024. Uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Love and champagne. Love you. Bye. Ciao, ciao.